One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth, with your host, Christina Rivera. In this savvy broadcasting series, we delve into hot topics affecting us all. With cancel culture and big tech censoring any opposing ideas and thoughts outside of mainstream ideology, it has become more important than ever that we tell the raw truth about everything from U.S. world politics, COVID, Christianity, and everything in between. We invite all points of view to come and share their perspective honestly and respectfully. Hi, Dr. Michael Adams. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting's Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth. And boy, are we going to get raw today with your book, Make America Sane Again. And uh, you're a psychotherapist for many years, over 40 years practicing. And uh, there's been a lot of loopiness going on in the world as we chatted about just before we hit the go button. And you're hoping to bring some sanity to all the chaos and and strife going on and in America in particular. Um, is that kind of why you wrote, wrote the book? I did. I saw in my practice a huge uptick in the last few years, Christina, with mental health issues of all types, addictions, depression, anxiety, marital problems, mm -hmm. that kind of a thing. I, I witnessed that in my practice. And I said to myself, you know, there's a lot of negativity out there in America right now and throughout the world. And I decided I need to do something to level set that. So I decided to write this book that's based a lot on common sense and optimism, because I think we really desperately need that in this country today. Oh Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we couldn't need it more than ever. Uh, right now, things are so loopy. Um, and people have just, I think, lost their mind. And tell me, what is your perspective at the moment why people kind of hold so strongly to what they're getting? As we discussed just before the interview, really uh, from mainstream media and the news, uh, they kind of like, this is my belief and this is it. And, and they really, you can't even go too deeply about why they think what they think. What, why has it become so strife oriented and people holding so strongly to a belief that maybe they didn't even hold a couple of years ago? Well, because, you know, it's tried and true formulas that conflict and drama create interest, especially conflict and fear. Mm -hmm. So when you have a mainstream media that unfortunately, right, 
is based on a business model where we have to keep people engaged 24 seven. It's no longer news is twice a day in the newspaper. Those days are gone. It's 24 seven through all kinds of mediums, right? So yeah. what happens is people listen to the news and if the news is fear-based and polarizing, people start to generate like an interest pattern that's around what they already believe. They're not that interested in the other side. And that gets polarized even more so through propaganda. What's propaganda? It's getting past the news to opinion. So when you have opinion, that's different than the actual facts of the news. And when that opinion has a lot of propaganda behind it, people start to pay more and more attention to that and will only pay attention to what reinforces their beliefs. You know, America is based on different points of view. America is based on openness and not being so judgmental about each other. That's what this country is based on, right? Yeah. Well, we've seen that deteriorate to the point where you have people on both ends of the spectrum and very, very few people who can say, Christina, I understand how the other side thinks mm -hmm. and I can appreciate your differences with me. I still may not agree with you, mm -hmm. but I can appreciate that difference of opinion. So what mm -hmm. I say to people, stop feeding the elephant, keep your... <laughs> The elephant in the room is getting bigger and bigger. It's got a large appetite. And mm -hmm. you know what it feeds on? You and I and anybody else who pays too much attention to it. Mm -hmm. So my point is that people should have a news diet. Learn a little bit about what's going on, of course. Be informed. Mm -hmm. But don't be too immersed in it. Because all that does is create more and more anxiety and more and more strife. Yeah. It's almost like we've become drama junkies, uh, because if you look at everything I've heard that the attention span of people has gotten sometimes less than a goldfish, because when you go on TV and you look at music videos, it's like you hop from one thing to another, to another, to another, and our brains are all over the place. And so when we get these dramas, AK through the news or news cycle, it allows us to keep feeding into, as you said, that elephant in the room, and it keeps growing and growing and growing. And we can't even accept new information into our brain because all this kind of negative drama just is spooling 24 seven and it doesn't even allow the space for something else to come in. Well, that, that's, that's why I think people have to have what I call the observing ego. What is that? The observing ego is that part of you and I and everybody else who can take a step back and mm -hmm. see how are we in the world? How are you interacting with other people? with the news, the media, the world around us, other people, thoughts, ideas, whatever. We take a step back and kind of analyze that a little bit and observe ourselves in the world because people are very, very reactive, not responsive. Yeah. So, you know, they don't take the time out sometimes to really be thoughtful about what do I really think? What do I feel? You know, when people speak to me in sound bites, mm -hmm. I think to myself, okay, is that an original thought or is that something you heard 10,000 times? Mm. So I'm always very, very careful to digest that and say, is this really your thought? Or is this something you heard many times before? And that's where propaganda comes in. And that's where, like I said before, I hate to, you know, mm -hmm. tune into the media again, but we have to be super careful because yeah. the media, I call it mass hypnosis. Yeah. You can start to believe what you've heard over and over and over and over again, when mm -hmm. in fact that might be just part of the story, not the whole story. Because as you know, in the media, you're not getting the whole picture. You're not getting 360. You never are. Mm -hmm. And so just to be even aware of that with the observing ego to say, you know what, I have to be very careful with what I'm digesting here and what I believe about other people because, and here comes, here comes the killer of the book, right? I call make America sane again, Christina. You can't do it. You cannot make, hold on. You can make yourself saner. Saner. And okay. <laughs> those around 
you, those that you have a sphere of influence, right? By being a positive person, by being an open person, a caring person, all these things, because I'll just say this, I'll get ahead of myself a little bit, Christina, by saying that most people are good. Most people are good. Most relationships are either benign or positive. There's sure there's negative ones and Mm -hmm. troublesome ones, right? But most people are actually good. They're just going about their business every day and living their lives and just trying to be decent human beings. That's the truth, even though that's not going to get press. Yeah, it's so interesting. I had told you just before the interview that I had had a kind of loathing for mainstream media based on what I saw way back when when OJ Simpson trials were happening and I saw the the drama drumming up and and the the anger of a whole bunch of sides and I'm like you know I'm not even in the courtroom I have no idea what evidence is being presented and I don't want to form an opinion um but I think the best way to start like you know you'll you'll come together soon as to be Thanksgiving and you know you might sit at the table with a bunch of your family members who have varying points of view some of them might be brought about by propaganda as you said from stuff they might be watching or listening to but it, you know when I sit down with people and I ask what's most important to them no matter what political side they might fall on or what their core beliefs are as you say the main thing that most people want is they want to have the best life to create what they love, you know, to do something they enjoy, maybe hopefully a job they enjoy, come home, be with their children and their loved ones and create the best life they possibly can while they're on this planet. And everyone wants that. So, when you, yeah. That's right. That's the common denominator. Mm-hmm. If you look at the polarization, what do both sides really, really want on a deeper level? They want peace. They want mm-hmm. a sense of security. They want to do what's best for themselves and those around them, right? That's really what they want. So I always tell people, listen, it's okay. It's okay that you disagree. America's okay to disagree in America, but be respectful of the other side because you'll learn something from the other person. That's why I say, listen, not everything is a debate. It needs to be a discussion. Yeah. And I always say this, Christina, a really intelligent person Mm -hmm. can hold on to two opposing views at the same time. Yeah. And that. That's that's an actually an index of intelligence, you know? Yeah, so, to be able to hear both sides and say, okay, I can see where you're coming from. I don't quite see it that way. Um, but why do you think that? I think asking further questions, deeper questions, and, and that's what I, I did a number of years ago when I sat down and had a uh, split with a neighbor who didn't agree with something um, I had done. And so I invited her out for coffee and I said, okay, Tell me what you're thinking. And she's like, I just don't get why you did this. And I said, well, this is where I was coming from. And after that cup of coffee, we could both see what our point of view was and that it really wasn't that vastly different once we could set aside the differences and and have that cup of coffee. It's amazing what a cup of coffee could do. Take out a, a family member or friend that you might have disagreements with about whatever. Maybe it's even politics, but you know, maybe bridging that gap and saying, let's just chat and you know, discuss what's important to you and why. Well, that's the thing. You know, I tried to, in the book, one of the theses of the books is trying to get people to have a dialogue about their differences, right? Mm-hmm. But I also take the deep dive into some serious issues. This is not a Pollyanna book about, <laughs> oh, everything's great. We hold hands and life is wonderful. We have some very deep-seated issues in America, which we're all quite aware of, right? Mm-hmm. We have issues around violence. You know, we have issues around abuse. We have addiction issues. We have obesity issues. We have all kinds of things. So let's segue real quickly to the virus, yeah. right? The virus has been something of a huge concern to the world and all of us, right? Mm-hmm. But here's what I tell people. Here's what's piggybacked on the virus, fear. 
True. Fear. And let me tell you something. There's a metric out there that's very, very hard to quantify. As a matter of fact, we probably can't quantify it. And that is excessive fear produces a suppression of your immune system. When your immune system is suppressed, you're much more likely to get sick. Mm. So the more fearful you are, the more scared you are, the more panicked you are, the more likely you are to get sick, virus or no virus. So while there's been concern, obviously, it's been a serious health issue. Who can deny that? Mm -hmm. I think the excessive fear around it has created a lot more problems. And it's also revealed the underbelly of a lot of American problems, which is most Americans don't take good care of themselves, Christina. Yeah. And you mentioned just the obesity thing. It's interesting when I was in New York when it first hit and the first thing we were told, don't leave your house. I'm like, well, luckily I had bought weights about six months prior that were you know, building dust under my bed. And I, I took them out shortly after and started to do some ways because I wasn't leaving the house much. Um, but how many people were just mulling and watching TV, maybe weren't working because the work said, stay home, don't do that. Netflix, which is fun for about two weeks. But then you just start to hear all the negativity. You start to feel negative. You start to watch negative and you're not moving. You're having food brought to you. And if you're already obese, as I was, I'm now, I've lost 50 pounds in the past year and a half. Thank you. (laughs) But it took some work. But see, uh, that's part of the problem. I was obese before the pandemic. And, you know, and then I'm sure if we're sitting here and not moving, it adds to the already problem we have, many of us with our health and and such. So I I love that you're saying that because it begins to give a mirror back to yourself. Like, what can I do to protect myself against everything that might come up in the world, including COVID, to make myself healthier, to deal with it, you know, thinking more positively, meditating, going for walks in nature, seeing how I can do small changes in eating, because it wasn't easy for me to just cut all the junk food that I used to love to eat. Of course. Um, You know, that's the biggest thing, the little bit by bit. There's so many little bits that get you very unhealthy, and then it's that road back to health is a bit by bit process. But it also starts with this. I have a chapter called Get Off the Blame Train because Americans are preoccupied with blaming. They're Mm -hmm. blaming a system, a government, a candidate, a this, a that. As long as you're invested in blame, you're not going to move. You're not going to get yourself going. So I say get past all that. Take personal responsibility. If you take personal responsibility, you embrace that like you did. You Mm -hmm. said, you know something? I want to lose my weight. What did you do? You got to work on it, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody did it for you. You did it for yourself. And you got yourself in gear and you corrected something inside yourself, right? Instead of blaming, oh, it's the pandemic, it's this, it's stress, it's depression, right? Personal responsibility is truly opening the gates to to a changed self. But you have to accept that responsibility instead of blaming. And that's Mm -hmm. how you can move forward. But I want to touch on something very quick about, you know, coming back to the pandemic. And like you Mm -hmm. said, take out food and staying home. That's very antithetical to human nature. When we're stressed, look at 9-11. You said you were in New York. What did Mm. people do? They come together. Mm. They come together during stress. Americans are highly independent, but we show our best under stress. So we come together, maybe for a short period of time, but then we go our own ways again, right? Mm. But what happened with the pandemic is just the opposite. We were told, don't come together, Mm -hmm. stay apart. Yeah. And and if you're in a relationship and you got somebody near you, you can vent with and be with and be around. That's one thing. But how about people who are alone and socially mm-hmm. isolated? What did that do to them? It made yeah. a bad situation worse. Yeah. In fact, so, I, I know a friend of mine who was renting an apartment to a single person in Manhattan and he killed himself at that point. Horrible. During, 
Yeah, um, because he didn't have family here in New York or the US. Um, I was blessed to have my husband, another one of my friends who's originally from Turkey was stuck at home by herself as well as very depressed. I mean, we chatted a bit via Zoom, but again, it's not the same as, you know, connecting live in person. So yeah, you're right. It was very different than 9-11. 9-11, I remember the day after it happened, I went to the park near my house. I've never seen so many people in the park. You know, fathers, mothers, kids, it was crowded as all heck. The very next day after 9-11, at least in New York, everyone just decided to take off. It was a, uh, a like a PTO, a PTO, a pay time off that no one really scheduled. They just all took off of work. Yes. And, it, and it was like all coming together. The churches were more packed. And so I think you're right. Uh, getting Coming together and realizing that when things get stressful, um, reaching out to other people, not being alone, and also thinking about what can I do to make the situation healthier, better for myself and not just just stay stuck and watching or viewing or listening to negative information. Well, if you can indulge me for a second, I have a little exercise in the book. I said, listen, yeah. there's 330 million people in the United States. That's a lot of people, right? Mm. So I say, imagine yourself for one moment that you're a cell in the body of America. You're one cell out of 330 million. Now, are you going to be a T cell? or an inflammatory cell. Let me tell you what I mean by that. A T cell is a killer cell. It goes to where there's problems and it helps to fix that body. Or are you gonna be an inflammatory cell and make it worse? Mm. So I tell people, listen, take stock of yourself, take personal responsibility, but try to spread some positive energy, not negative energy, because mm. we got a lot of negative energy out there. Yeah. So just, just do that exercise, imagine yourself and your sphere of influence, whether it's one other person or 10,000 people, Try to be a positive person because you're going to help heal America that way. Wow. And you know what, what I'm getting, Dr. Adams, is also when you go to work on yourself, uh, let's say I was at, you know overweight or I was depressed and you start meditating, you start eating better, that in itself with your family and friends around you will be like, oh, I want to start feeling better too. Let's walk together. You know, yes. you're doing positive things for yourself can start to motivate others to join you and, and you could do it together. hundred percent. You're being a role model. You're being an immediate role model. You're not some abstract figure. You're actually a real role model. They can see and they know, look, she's trying harder. She's doing this. She's doing that. That kind of helps to motivate me to do the same thing. So absolutely. The power of role modeling is, is, is always been a true, you know, established psychological principle. You know, if we look to people and say, I want to emulate that person, that goes a long, long way towards improving ourselves. Absolutely. Well, I don't want us to leave without everyone finding out how they can get their very own copy of Make America Sane Again. How can they do that, Dr. Adam? Well, two ways. They can go to Amazon and I, I'm right on Amazon. They can put in Make America Sane Again, the book, or they can go to my website, which is makeamericasaneagain.net. So those are two ways to get to it. Awesome. I have that right down there in the lower third. If you're not uh, watching us and you're listening, uh, I will also have that on the show page. I thank you so much, Dr. Adams, for creating this book and putting some more positive energy out there because uh, together we can definitely make a sane America and get back to sanity and not be revving up in all this negative energy. Let's get some positive energy out there. Thank you, Dr. Adams. Thank you for having me. You betcha. Thanks. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Forbidden Speech or Savvy episodes, visit SavvyBroadcasting.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at LifeUnscriptedRadio.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.